All right. Welcome back to Wasted Space Podcast. This is episode two. We are not canceled yet. I have no idea why. I would have canceled me. So this time we actually have a little bit of a topic. We're going to talk about some basic common courtesy and why people don't have it. And uh, basically ask the the question, you know, just what the hell is wrong with people? To do that tonight, I have a colleague who will be helping me out. I live in uh, Miami, Florida, like I said the last time, the bell end of America's penis, the vainest city on earth. It's pretty densely populated. I bring in my guest here who's from the densest of dense cities in the world, the NYC. Give a round of applause to the cynic. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, cynic, what's up? Yo, what's up, dude? All right. So I'll ask you the question. What the hell is wrong with people, man? Yeah, people just suck. Tell me. I don't know, dude. So everybody's just real greedy, and and we're all about the the me generation and the me society. I mean, it's just uh, it's amazing. The other day, I went into the coffee shop. I held the door open for for like four or five people. All of them got in line before me. Like common courtesy, right? Like, oh yeah, no, thank you. You go ahead. Best part is, I've been going to the same shop same time every every day for for four and a half years. They make my coffee. I walk up by them and grab it and go. Hell with them all. Did they already have your coffee ready when uh, when all these people cut in front of you? Yeah, they had my coffee ready when they saw my truck pull in the parking lot. Did you throw your coffee on them when you left? No, I just laughed at them and walked by. Like I said, people suck, myself included. I think the the, the phone thing is killer. The phone thing is, is just bothering the ever-loving shit out of me. Like, you know, I have a dog, a small dog. <laughs> And he's, uh, you know, he might, he might go a little bit above my ankle. So you really start to notice just people being assholes when you, you slow down to walk your dog. You know, usually if I was just walking in a city, I'd be walking pretty quick if I was by myself. But, uh, you know, you slow down when you have the dog. You got to go with the dog's pace. And um, it's it's – you really, really notice – the people not noticing you when they're walking and they got their eyes glued on their phone. Yeah. But those are the people that are getting hit by cars and buses up here. Yeah. I don't see that happening as much in my neighborhood. Thank goodness. I don't want to see that. I did see a lady with her two kids and one of those double strollers and, uh, watched her almost front end of a telephone pole with her kids I felt bad for the kids. And she had her eyes down on her phone. I mean, it was like it was clipped to the the handlebar of of the stroller, like almost like the the stroller was being driven by an Uber guy. <laughs> and it, eyes were amazing. straight down. And you know, I'm walking the dog, and I had I had the word stop on the edge of my tongue when she just narrowly missed the pole, but. Her youngest kid would have gone straight in. Yeah, it's a it's a new obsession. It's amazing. I saw a study the other day that uh, humans devote at least five and a half hours a day to their device. How long? So five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. So it's social media. It's all that stuff. So so like think about it. You sleep if you sleep eight, five and a half, and you work great. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's half your day right there. I've seen people here that essentially they like they instead of walking and and just talking on their phone with some earbuds like some AirPods or something like that, you know. I I get it. If you're taking a walk, you want to talk to somebody, you know, you don't have any friends, so you call into the party line. Not that I've done this before or not. I mean, yeah, it's got you written all over it, dude. Yeah, well, you know, don't knock it till you try it. 
But, you know, you see people walking around with AirPods. Okay, that's fine. At least their eyes are, are up. But now, ever since this uh, the pandemic, everyone's been doing the, the FaceTime. And so they walk around with, with their, their phone up, like literally blocking their vision because they have to be FaceTiming with somebody. And it's like, oh, hey, check out, check out this, you know, this bird I just saw. Or one lady was walking and doing a FaceTime, but she had the speaker part up to her ear. And so whoever she was talking with got a pretty dope shot of the, the, the acne on the back of her neck. It was either that or a doctor. Well, that might have been it too. That is, yeah. Stop giving me plausible explanations, man. I'm trying to rage here. Maybe she had an ear infection. <laughs> Do those things even exist anymore? I thought they were only in, you know, you had to be age 12 or younger to get an ear infection. Well, I mean, that's how stupid people are. Maybe she thought she did. Turns out it was just her, her air, AirPod. I once got an ear infection from a waiting pool. Like one of those ones that you sit in with a, your, your beer and a koozie out in your front yard next to the, the truck that's on blocks. <laughs> the Al Bundy summer day. Yeah. I didn't know how I could get an ear infection that way, but mark, mark that one down. It's another notch in the belt. Something that's bothered me too is, is when you have a dog, you know, and you start walking your dog and you're a responsible dog owner, you, you got the bags in your pocket and you know, you're picking up all the shit like you're supposed to throwing it away like you're supposed to. But, you know, your dog likes to, to shit right next to the other shit that some, you know, irresponsible dog owner left. And now you got people walking by while you're picking up your shit. And they're like, hey, man, why don't you pick up that shit, too? And it's like all of a sudden you become the world's dog owner. Like you own every single dog on the planet. Now you get over that. I used to feel like that, too. Now I can't even get people to, like, their dogs will shit on the sidewalks and they won't pick it up. Oh, it's so bad here. It's so bad. I guess it's better than, than, than parts of California where people are doing it, though. Yeah. It's, there's skid marks everywhere here, you know, because people, they might try to pick it up. They can't get it all. You know, the bags aren't great. And so they, they just become these long Bob Ross paint strokes. So yeah. Now, is there like grass on your sidewalks though, or is it just straight concrete? There's, there are parts with a lot of grass. It's in and well, out. Why not, why not have the dog crap on the part with the grass? I, I'm happy if he poops at all. And when he goes, it's like, oh shit. Awesome. Walk is over. Let's go home. Yeah. I think I've seen rat turds bigger than, than that dog's turds. Yeah. He is on a good schedule though. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. And he doesn't do it in the house, so I'm that too. I didn't even really have to train him. He just he just knows the difference. I guess you get lucky sometimes. Another thing that's been bothering me a lot since I got this dog and started doing, you know, the local neighborhood dog walks, like everyone and their sister now in the city has a dog. And, I, you know, I can't fault them. I mean, I wanted a dog forever, and I live here, and so I got one. But there's dogs all, all over these, these blocks. And, uh, you know, you get the people that are just like, oh, my, my dog is fine. I don't need to keep it on a leash. He, he'll, he or she will follow me. It's, it's fine. And then you're just walking your dog, and next thing you know, it's getting mobbed. You know, maybe they're not mean dogs or whatever, but, you know, they're unpredictable. I was walking to, to work today, and two people were approaching each other, both had dogs. They were about medium medium to large and uh, it just had that awkward moment where the two dogs start going for each other because they want to meet, you know, they want to touch noses and all that kind of stuff. And you can tell one owner doesn't really want to meet the, the other dog. It's like kind of on a schedule. The other one doesn't really want to either, but it, they don't really have a choice now because the dog's already made their decision. But they're spanning across the entire sidewalk, and it's not a very wide sidewalk. So now you're having a doggy board meeting. People are trying to get to work. And you, you're trying to figure out which which one of you is, is going to walk away first. And then you're walking around them on the side. 
That's where they're shitting. So now you're walking through the shit grass. Don't do that, people. Come on. You see that a lot up there? No, actually, like, my, my neighborhood's pretty good about that. They, uh, whenever I'm out walking my dog, they'll be like, if I see somebody and they're, we're, we're about to cross paths, they'll go, is he friendly? And, you know, mine is, but I, I just tell them no. Huh. And they cross the street and then we're good. It's, it's really funny, actually. But there are times, like, like a couple of people around the block, like they're all friends. So they think it's cool to have all their dogs hang out at the corner of the sidewalk. Like, yeah, go in your yards. But who you, knows, man? You live where there's actually houses. Yeah. Yeah. I live I live in a decent neighborhood where where there's like grass and trees and people. I'll tell you something else that's that bugs the shit out of me. It's like when I walk across this bridge to go to this, this big path that, you know, it's a nice big, long walking path. It's a key. The, the sidewalk on the bridge is not super, super wide. It's enough for maybe two and a half people standing shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, if you're walking one way and someone's coming up on you from the opposite direction and there's a couple of them, you know, you'd think the nice thing to do would be, okay, well, let's walk single file or, you know, let's turn shoulders here and make sure. No, that's, that's not a thing. As soon as, soon as you start to make the body motions that you're going to kind of go single file, like if you got the dog, the dog's in front of you, you know, and you're walking, you're taking up next to no room whatsoever. And they, they look at you like, Oh, okay, well that's, that's the green light. I don't need to go single file. I'll just walk shoulder to shoulder. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you're basically against the rail, you know, trying not yeah, to dude. somebody. Up here, it's real bad. So up here, there'll be like seven people walking down the sidewalk and you're all by yourself. And they're all like friends and having to talk. I used to move for them. Now I just walk through them. I'll just blast them. I don't care. No, no courtesy that gets paid back. That's a confrontation thing. You probably are a little bit better at it up there. You're so used to it. It's not a confrontation. It's just I'm not going to move. If I'm on the right side, you know, just like a road, you can't walk all the way across the sidewalk and, and just expect everybody to move for you. My first two years, I think I did that. After that, I stopped daring. I knock somebody over, they fall over. I'll just keep walking. I always say in my mind, like, all right, I'm going to shoulder block the shit out of you. But then I turn because that's now I, that's the level of courtesy that I have is that I can't even – I. I I got, you got to give them, give them the mean look. That doesn't do anything. It might make me feel better for a minute. You know, around here, you try to do that. You wind up two blocks from where you're supposed to be. Just trying to get out of people's frigging way. Yeah. I can understand it up there. That's, that's why I would never want to be up there. This is, this is enough for me. This, this city's enough for me. I'm, I'm done. Like it wasn't as bad in Seattle. It was still bad. But it wasn't quite as bad. I mean, people here are a little nicer in terms of, like, saying hi to you or whatever. You know, Seattle's terrible about that. This Seattle freeze is a real thing. Like, elevators here in my high-rise, when people get on and get off the elevators, they're like, hey, you know, have a good day or hello or whatever. Seattle, man, they don't give a shit about that. Yeah, here they don't either. It, it, you're actually wasting their time if you talk to them. It's mean, cool though. Like I'm good with that. Like okay. Yeah, I mean I don't want to talk to people either, but it is nice. Someone says hey to you. That was kind of cool about Charleston. Like everybody was nice. Yeah, Charleston was like that. Well, it used to be. I, I bet it's all transplants now, just like everywhere else, because that it's being invaded by all the people that want out of their areas. And then when they get to their new area, they're like, oh, my God, why isn't this like my old area? And then they try to make it like their old area, a.k.a. Tampa and New York, which is why there's so many damn New Yorkers and Bostonians in Tampa. And then they're like, ah, oh, this city is too right wing for me. It needs to be more like New York. It's a little annoying. Yo, all the Yankees fans are moving down there because they, they know they'll get good seats when the Yankees come to town. 
Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> well, I mean, they got to go because your ballpark's always empty. So, you know, they're cheap. We can get right right down field level for, you know, 150 bucks or whatever and not have to deal with race fans because there aren't any. No, of course not. Of course not. Clearly, you, you missed the uh, playoff game a couple of years ago against Houston, the two of them, where the place was packed. And it oh, was, so they showed up there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They'll show up for the playoffs. They just won't show up for the regular season. You want to check attendance rate? Check a what? Check attendance rates during the season? No. I mean, I, I, you're not telling me anything I don't know. I would love for more people to go to the games. And honestly, I bet if there was, if the, if it wasn't, you know, the end times right now, you'd see a, a large bump in the pot, in the, uh, in the attendance this year, just from them making the, the world series last year, winning the American league. Yeah. You got rid of your best pitcher. Uh, he wasn't our best pitcher. He was a good pitcher, but he wasn't our best pitcher. He was your ace. Last now is our ace. This year, not last year. He wasn't. No, he was, he was hurt part of last year. I think. He wasn't your ace, though, even the year before that. There was no aces last year because there was only half a season. Yeah, because you got rid of your best pitcher, and, and now you're salty. Our best pitcher was Charlie Morton the year before. He was our best pitcher. He, was, he wasn't very good last year, but Blake Snell wasn't that good last year either until the playoffs. The thing, yeah, is, that, the thing about him... That's when that, greatness shows, right? Sure. He had a couple of good games, but here's the problem. He never lasted longer than five innings. If he got to six innings at all, ever. That's it. But that's every pitcher nowadays. No, it was worse with him. Like it was worse. And don't get me wrong. I love the kid. I wish we still had him, but he, he never made it. He very rarely ever made it to six innings. He didn't. He was always shaky. Always. Dude, shaky. That's every pitcher now. No, not even close, man. Even Charlie Morton yeah. made it longer than Charlie Morton would make it into the seventh inning almost every game. Almost every game. Blake had his amazing Cy Young year and then took a nosedive. And like he, we're we're freaked out right now because uh what's his name? Zach Britton went down. They had to remove a chip bone fragment from his shoulder or his elbow, so he's out till June. So now the Yankees don't know what they're gonna do for the eighth inning and they lost the left hand in their bullpen. Where's uh, Chapman? So, is Chapman still there? Yeah, but Chapman throws the ninth inning. So he is still going to be your closer? Yeah, so Britton was eight and Chapman was nine. And that now, what do you do? Because Green was good for seven and eight. So if Green's pitching the eight, you can't have him do two innings. So everything's going to be weird. We went off kind of on a tangent here. I actually want to do a separate show in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll do a baseball preview, a homer baseball preview you can be a homer for your god-awful yankees and uh i can be a homer for the the amazing rays the best team no one's ever heard of have they ever won anything yeah we won the american league twice we're, we're right now i'm right on how many chips do they have how many what chips who are you talking about the rays yeah well, how many world series Let's compare how long teams have been around. We've won the okay, pennant twice in 20 years. Ha, how about, even better, let's do the Marlins in the race. Go. Well, of course, Marlins have won two. They've Rays? won two World Series. We've won two pennants. That's still pretty good. Cool. So you get participation trophies. Yes. Well. And we'll hang those bitches up in the rafters. It'll say we were there. We were there. I like I like having this conversation better with Mariners fans, not Yankees fans, because you've got ten thousand years of history behind you, and you can always fall back on that. I can say, okay, well, how long have you been around? You've been around for what, one hundred and twenty something years? Okay, so in one hundred and twenty, shit, longer than that, right? You've probably been around since the eighteen hundreds, right? No. When did, yeah. when did they become a team? The eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Say okay, so you've been a team for over one hundred and twenty years, and. You've only got what twenty five World Series? That's terrible, man. That's not a good rate. That's not a good rate at all. Out of Yo, if we years, had, come on. If, but if we had one, I would still make fun of you. It's just still one more than you have. That's okay. We've got over a hundred years to catch up with you, man. Over a hundred years. 
we, we might be in Montreal by that time. But we have over a hundred years to figure it out, but that's okay because let's compare payrolls. How much, how much, is, how much is your team's payroll? It's about seven times more than ours. Yeah, that is impressive. So we're winning pennants with guys that take the bus home and you guys got well, that's a direct they, line from Cuba. That's because during our series last year that the Yankees tried to outraise the race with that stupid, let's have Davey Garcia pitch one inning and then go to, to uh, half. That's what lost them that series. Yeah. Either way, we see who won. So the conversation is moot. Yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, because of one stupid managerial decision and the fact that we couldn't hit. We couldn't hit. If we could have hit. You sound like a Yankees fan. If we could hit, we'd have won. But we couldn't hit. And we had to try and win the game one nothing, And the mathematics got in the way. Hey, you know what? We got a Super Bowl. We got a Stanley Cup. And we got a pennant. Considering how terrible we usually are, all around, except for the Lightning, best team on earth. I'd say that was a pretty damn good year. And, of course, it was the year that nobody could go and see it because that's – I was just going to say the best part of that is you couldn't go to a single game. <laughs> uh, the sports gods are awful. The awful, awful sports gods. It'll never happen like that again. And it just so happened this particular time. Well, anyways, back to people being assholes. Um, I think people are assholes, and I wish they wouldn't be. And they're uh, the phone thing. I've never seen a place where people are on their phone in the car more than here. Just, I don't really drive a ton around the city, but when I do, I mean, the phones are out all the time. That's, that's scary to me. I'm going to go back out and live in the sticks again. Yo, I love how they have those stupid little mounts and they put them up on their windshield. So one day I'm sitting behind some lady at a light. The light turns green and I'm watching her check her Facebook while I'm sitting at this light. Like, lady, what, what are you doing? I got on the horn. Does your horn oh. make the cucaracha sound? No, it's loud, though. I want a horn that makes the cucaracha sound. So since I put the exhaust in my truck, now I just throw it in neutral and I rev the motor to scare people. I was at a, a stoplight in uh, up in Polk, Polk County, and somebody had a full-on football game in their dash. Like They were straight up watching football. Yeah, yeah, now that they can stream everything... It- you do whatever you want. I mean, this was not even like on a phone. This was like a straight up TV sized screen in their, in their console. And it had, and it was so big that I could see what the score was from the other car. That was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. So they put their tablet in their windshield. It was like built into the console. (laughs) I, what car manufacturer thought that was a good idea? Doesn't matter. People pay for. Oh, it's ridiculous. I don't know where the hell people get so much money here, because I've seen models of cars that usually you only see in magazines, and it's some kind of crazy disposable income because they'll just leave them on the side of the road. Can't you rent those cars like right, right at the causeway? Probably, I don't know. Going into South Beach, I wouldn't. I thought there me. was like a high-end car rental place right across there. There probably is. I don't go over there very often. It's two different worlds. This this side of the water and that side of the water. You know what they have around here though is these god awful little scooters. Uber, I think, owns a bunch of them. Lyft owns a bunch of them. You know, scan your phone and you can ride these little electric scooters. Yeah, that's the new thing. You're supposed to ride them on the road. Of course, they ride them on the sidewalk. So now you have to kind of look behind you 
to make sure you're not going to get run over by an asshole on a scooter. You got to get your clothesline hand out. But they're they're like trash now. They're they must be so cheap to make because they're pulling them out of the drink. I I go walking around the water and and you just see one sitting on the rocks when the tide's coming in. We had something like that in Seattle, but it wasn't scooters. They were doing bikes. They were all bicycles, and there were like three different companies. One was lime green, one was bright orange, one was yellow. That was almost as bad because they take up more space. Yeah, we have those. You got the yellow and orange bikes? Yeah, like City or whoever they are. Well, those are the ones that you actually have to take it back to a place to park it, and there's like a whole line of them. And it's like a machine, yeah. right? They have yeah. they have these here too, but the ones in Seattle operated just like the Well, scooters, no, because right? you can just leave it and then somebody else will pick it up and go. Okay, so you don't have to take it to the station? No, no. No, because they all have GPS on them. So at the end of the night, like any anyone that's just not moving hasn't made it back, they'll go around and pick up. That's a job. That's that's the post retirement job right there. Now I'm going to be a librarian. Yeah. You can be a librarian. I'll, I'll go around in the white van and, and pick up scooters and bikes. Dude, librarian's the only job in the world where you can get paid eight hours for telling people to shut up and not get fired. Well, you could be an NBA ref. No? Too much running. Too much running. I don't know. I've seen some old guys do it. Too much running. So this is the part that I edit out. The pauses. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about here. All right, we kind of went off the rails. I just wanted to yell at clouds for a little while and and call people assholes because they are. Well, I mean, we can talk about Johnny Damon and his wife. Did you see that body cam video? No, is this recent? Yeah, yeah, it was from his DUI. You got a DUI? Huh? You got a DUI? Yeah, he was out in Florida. He got all fucked up on his boat. And then got pulled over. And the dude is is inebriated. So that's why people have been calling him an asshole lately. Yo, go on Twitter. Pull that video. No, that, that site doesn't touch my computer. Then do uh, TMZ. I think they have it. I'll look at it later. Yo. Oh, so he's, he's messed up. What did his wife do? She was just as fucked up and she's like screaming at the cop and they got into a fight. And I think she knocked off his body cam. She got like a, a resisting arrest or battery or something like that. Like, what city but they is were this fucked in? up, dude. What, what city is this in? Tampa. Uh, I, gotta take I think the, they're in Tampa. Take the good with the bad. Yep. Yeah. I blame the Red Sox for that. I blame the Red Sox for everything. Yeah, me too. Well, and the Astros now too. Well, I mean, they just cheat. Yeah, well, they allow cheaters back. What's his name? Cora. Cora. Cora's, he's, co- he's, he's managing the Red Sox again. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. So you want to talk about how bad people suck. You should watch the news in New York. Every day, some old guy just gets thrown to the ground for no reason. A couple of months ago, some guy ran up behind Rick Moranis and punched him in the head and then ran away. Oh, I heard about the Rick Moranis thing. Yeah. Did they get it on video? I don't know if that one's on video. Uh, It was yesterday in Brooklyn. Some 81-year-old guy was walking out out of a bodega and some young guy just ran up behind him and shoved him so hard the dude like just smashed his head on the ground. What the hell it's is wrong with people, man? Crazy. Yo, I watch the, the news at noon every day to see who's getting thrown on the subway tracks, who's getting sucker punched. It's great. It's amazing. It's the end times, my friend, the end times. People are like, oh, hey, let's go to the city. Or, oh, we can ride the subway. Nope. I'm good. Is, Stat- Uber. is Staten Island connected to the mainland at all, or do you have to take the ferry? Got to take the ferry. Or you take the, the, the Verrazano into Brooklyn and then come up and come up through the, the battery tunnel into lower Manhattan. Is the ferry, is it only like a one, one, 
one destination, like to and from Manhattan, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't go all around the rest of the harbor. Different ferries. They're like six or seven. But I mean, it's not bad. Like it's a half hour ride and they sell beer. Huh. That's all you need. Yeah. It's kind of like the ones in Seattle. You get messed up on the ferry. Can't get, can't get home. Yep. One time, one time I was riding the ferry back. I, I I can't remember. I was at either a Yankees game or a Rangers game. So I'm riding the ferry and I'm talking to some dude. I'm drinking a beer and it was one of the guys that works on the ferry. And then like at the front of the ferry, there's like some old homeless guy with a six pack of Heineken. Like, oh, all right, cool. Guy just jumped in the water from the ferry. Yeah. Oh, it was a Rangers game because he died. They never found him. Uh huh. Well, that's sad. What do you do? Keep in mind, folks, that this is supposed to be a, a funny podcast. Hey, does does your uh, area have like designated homeless people where it's the same people in the same spots? Yeah, it's called the day? ferry terminal. So, like the, the the is there any kind of hierarchy? You're like, okay, that's that's the head. That's the head vagrant right there. Like he or she runs runs this particular zone. I'll tell you what. Next time I ride it, I'll ask. I'll be like, "Yo, who's in charge of the homeless camp here?" It just makes me wonder because I know around the corner here, well, in this particular neighborhood, there's the same three or four. They're always in the same spots. I've never seen any of them give them any money at all, and they're almost like um, kind of like those Disney animatronic folks because when you pass them by it's almost like there's a some sort of proximity sensor that sets off their phrase <laughs> you know dude if, I, I i don't understand the homeless people up here yo if i was homeless i would be in south beach yeah yeah i mean what the hell wants to do with a new york winter well i learned a lot about it in seattle because i got to know one really well and uh, he was talking about how basically there's there's zones like you can't go to a certain area if you're one because they won't accept you. They'll push you out. It's like this is this is our area. There's some areas that are a little bit more drug ridden than others. And so you end up getting to know the ones that are in your neighborhood because you just see them all the time. And as I was wondering if they did the same thing up where you're at. I would assume it's probably more. I think they'll fight over trains. Like which ones to sleep in? Yeah. I think they claim their trains. That would make sense. Yeah, there's one here that sits on this bench. And I pass them every day when I go to work. And, you know, he, he throws out the spare change in the same kind of voice every single day. But you have to be within a certain range of them. And you can turn around. And you can walk another 100 feet, turn around and go back the other way, and you'll get the same thing as soon as you get within a certain range. There's one that sits out by the drugstore here that was full-on dressed up in, like, he had a Santa suit with fairy wings and, like, this Mardi Gras hat. (laughs) And that one, like... He's got he's got a long spiel. Like his is like, oh, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, maybe on the way back, you help your brother out. Maybe on the way back. That's awesome. You come back around the same. You hear you hear his jingles. You know he's shaking his head. Is is jingling little jingle bells. <laughs> Yo, so there's this one guy up up by me, and he stands outside. You know the the pharmacy or the drugstore or whatever. So I go in there, and as I'm going in, he's like. Hey man, you got any money? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, can I have some? I said, no. And I'm just standing there looking. I'm like, I'm like, well, why don't you turn around? And he was like, well, what do you mean? I said, dude, just turn around. So he turns around. He's standing right in front of a help wanted sign. Like, there's your answer, dude. He said, oh, I can't get a job. Okay. It is tough. There's, you know, when you get the ones with the illnesses, 
you know, I, I understand, I get it. Like one of my really good friends in Seattle is a bartender and he's an old softy. He gives money to everybody. And there's one that was on the corner by his apartment and he made friends with them, but the guy had schizophrenia. And so he really never knew like who he was talking to. He wanted to take him to a baseball game, but he was scared to. He's like, man, I don't know. Like, What if he has an episode, you know, right in the middle of the stadium? That would be kind of messed up. So I understand. It's it's tough. It, it is tough. Yeah, but so so I'll buy them food. I won't give them money. Like outside the bodegas, if, if somebody goes, hey, man, you, know, you got any change? I'll be like, no, but come inside and I'll buy you a sandwich. I don't want a sandwich. That's nice Can't help you. Huh? That's nice of you. Well, I just want to make sure my money's going to food. Yeah. It's hard for me to differentiate a grifter from someone who actually needs something. So I take the asshole route and say, okay, well, I'm, I'm just, you know, other people have ruined it for everybody. So I'm taking my, my ball and going home. Just try it. Just if a guy goes, hey, you know, you got some money and you, you're you're close to a food place, just go, no, but I'll buy you a burger. And they go, oh, I, I, I don't need a burger. Then just walk away. Well, this guy, the, the guy around that I pass every day going to work, I think he works on a shift. Like, I'm pretty sure his shift starts at 7. And I think he takes a lunch break somewhere around 12 or 1. And he comes back and he sits out there until about seven at night and then he goes off to wherever he sleeps. So I'm like, okay, you, I think you're the godfather of this area. Like I've seen some of the other ones. That, I mean, he must be because I've seen some of the other, some of the other folks from the neighborhood that will go and sit next to him sometimes. And they'll, they'll be sitting and chatting, which is they like, pay his royalties. Yeah. Uh, it's got to, he must charge rent for certain spots in the area. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of really, you know, because that was when I was kind of shocked. Like, okay, so you can say something other than spare change. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. So you are not animatronic. Like you were an actual person. That's funny. Well, I, I mean, thank goodness the trolley or the bus doesn't stop there because he owns the stop. I mean, that's, that's his bench. Nobody else is going to sit on that bench. You should just go sit in the bench one day, see what happens. No, man. I don't want to sit on that bench. Just take it, spray it down with some Lysol. You'll be good. We started off this show talking about how people are assholes, and here we are, we're being assholes for the last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah but if you go back and listen at the beginning – I counted myself as an asshole. Yeah, so I'm, I'm an good asshole with it too. I, you know, we're, that's why we're a couple of, you know, 40 year old single dudes. It's because we're assholes to people. So really, this was more of an episode about self reflection than anything. Yeah. Hey, man, I treat everybody equally bad. The 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 real journey were, was the friends you made along the way. I I heard that we don't have that, friends. <laughs> well, no, I have one, and I'm talking to him. Yeah, yeah, same here. I did hear that a good thing to do, you know, if you see somebody that looks like they could use some help, if is if they have a pack, like if they have, you know, all of their stuff with them, is you can ask them, you know, what is the one thing in your in your pack that you need? Do you need, you know, do you need socks? Do you need a new water bottle? Something like that, that that would actually mean more. But then you'd have to figure out the difference between, you know, who, who is actually carrying their pack because it looks like they, you know, they can make it look like they need it and it's a business to them or the, or the person that actually does, does need it. Yeah. That's why I err on the side of, yeah, you ain't getting shit, man. Oh, that's why I go to food. Yeah, I'm not not doing that. I'm a hard enough time feeding myself. 
No, you don't. You absolutely do not. So what are the what are the things you're seeing up there from from people that are annoying? People. Just people in general are annoying. They're they're actually getting dumber. I have I have three kids that work for me and they're all from Florida. And I go, hey, is Myrtle Beach in Florida? Every one of them says yes. They're obviously not from Florida. They're all from Miami. Now you're just talking shit. I'm, I'm dead serious, dude. I swear, I swear to God. All three of them swore to me well, Myrtle Beach was in Florida. In their defense. In There's their, none. No, Zero. There is. There is. There is. In their defense, Florida has so many beaches and so many islands and so many keys that you could you could put any word in front of beach or key or island and say, oh yeah, I, I've been to you know you know Red Boob Island in in Florida and be like, oh yeah, you know I, I used to have a you know my family used to have a summer house there. So then, wouldn't that sound like a trick question? Saying like, oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean Myrtle, you should know. Like Myrtle, I would think is is famous enough. Not by them. Well, how old are they? They're like twelve years old. Yeah, they're all in their early twenties. Yeah, they don't know any better. That like, you know, does it does it have an Instagram page? Uh, then I don't know. I don't know where it is. I knew where Myrtle Beach was when I was ten. Yeah, because you were the miniature golf champion that year. Yo, I kill it, pup up. I wonder if those things are still open there. I know that was like one of the only things that Myrtle Beach had. You had alcohol, sand, and mini golf. Yeah, well, I think they have 75 pro-rated golf courses, too, or pro-caliber, like real golf courses. Yeah, but when you're 10 years old, you don't give a shit about that. You're just trying to hit the ball into the windmill. No, I play golf. I played on one of those courses when I was a kid. I didn't even pick up a regular golf club until I was like 16. I played till I was 16. Then I, I was playing and I shanked the ball and I was stoned out of my mind. And I threw my driver as hard as I could. And it broke it, broken half against the tree. Never play golf again. I was a bowler. I didn't play golf. I bowled. And you admit that. Absolutely. If, you know, sometimes you look back at your life and you see the opportunities that got away, you know. And bowling is should not be on that list. No, nah, I, I you know, if I, if I would have continued to play, if I would have continued to bowl after high school, I would be a pro right now. I'll 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 make that I'll make that assertion. Yeah, you'd I would be, be one of 20. Well, yes, it did contract a little bit. The PBA was huge. Then it went down to like next to nobody, and now it's kind of getting big again. But I would, I would have, I would have lasted the contraction. Like I would have made it through. I would be, you know, the Tiger Woods of bowling. You just lost your one friend, pal. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a professional bowler. Get the hell out of here. I still keep pictures on my phone of my high scores. Why? Because it reminds me of what could have been. That was one of the things that I was super excited about moving here from Alaska was I can't wait to get back into a bowling league again so I can rekindle this old, this old desire. Yeah. Uh, how's that working out for you? Well, it's all shut down, man. I can't bowl. There's no bowling alleys to bowl in. I thought Florida was wide open. Well, most of it, there's no bowling leagues or anything around here. They haven't opened the bowling alleys back up yet. At least not that I've seen. Have you looked? Yeah, I checked the other day. This is kind of a sore subject, man. Like I was all <laughs> I was all ready to go. Like I got because my bowling balls were in storage when I was in Alaska. Oh, you have your own bowling balls. I got two of them, man. Two big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Making up for something else, I guess. One's called the strike zone and one's called the secret agent. Were those gifts, or did you buy them for yourself? Oh, I bought them. I bought them. Is that them. what you and your roommate in Charleston used to do? Go bowling? 
Oh, that that girl. Oh, you're talking about. Oh no, I know who you're talking about. No, that guy. He didn't bowl. All he did was buy fancy cars and play call play Call of Duty. Didn't he almost wreck his viper? I don't know. Maybe he's married with kids now. Still have a viper. No, he's probably got whatever the most expensive minivan is you can buy. There you go. Does, you remember the old, the old hothead that had the yellow Camaro? Yeah, he's he's in um, he's in the racist part of Florida right now in Yankee Town. Now he's in Tennessee. Oh, did he go up to Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, he called me the other day. Well, he 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 fit in Yankee Town, I think. No. No, he's just a hothead. He still hates everybody. So do we. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any kind of resolution or some way that we can bring this this long discussion full circle. Some kind of uh, catharsis we can have here to make this whole talk worthwhile. So when do you start doing your motivational speaking gigs? What? Uh, I've on how bad people are. Yeah. Like, are you going to start doing like Ted talks? Yeah. 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 I'll post them on LinkedIn. Is that site still a thing? Yeah. I use it. So it's funny because, uh, like every once in a while I'll start going through Like last night I, I went through like every Winston Churchill, like famous speech. One of the best speech givers of all time. Like, I make all my guys listen to it. They hate it. I think they hate me for doing it. Well, I think the scotch probably helped him out a lot. Because didn't he always have a scotch in his hand? Or am I thinking of the guy from Trailer Park Boys? No, I think he did. And he had the cigar. Yeah, the cigar will do it too. I mean, you got to, if, if you have a There we go, Judge. If you have a scotch in your hand... And a cigar. I mean, people are just going to listen to you. Yeah. Is that your dog growling? No, he's whining. He wants to play. He's bored. Well, I think we'll wrap this up. Wasn't as funny as I would have liked it to have been. But I'm not a funny guy. We all have to start somewhere. Next time we'll be a yeah. little bit more drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me know what you think. Well, we'll send it to that other guy and see what he thinks. I tell everybody out there the music that you hear in this podcast at the beginning and the end. That is my music. You can find it on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash techwipe. You can buy me a coffee on Bandcamp if you want, techwipe.bandcamp.com. You can find Isn't that. that from American Pie? What's that, Bandcamp? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was something about a band camp in there. Wasn't that the redhead? Yeah, she's now the press secretary of the United States. No, she's not. Funny how Hold things, on, I had to think about that. Fun, funny how things work out. Actually, they do kind of look like. Fun, you know, one time you're doing crazy shit with a flute, and the next thing you know, you're, you know, you're talking for a guy with dementia. But techwipe.bandcamp.com, you can find all my music on my website. You can also go to wasteofspacepodcast.com and find our episodes. And you can also email the show at techwipe at protonmail.com. We'll do some mailbag segments. I guarantee you I won't get any mail. I did get one person asking me why I called this the Waste of Space Podcast. And the way I think about it is this this audio file sits on a server somewhere and it's definitely not doing that server any favors. Hence it is a waste of space. Yo, do you have all that written down? No, man. I'm channeling my uh, Kodiak radio days. So you're just rolling through all this stuff. Yeah. I wanted to say it at the beginning, but I forgot because this is a learning experience. That's the thing about getting on, in on the ground floor of this podcasting thing, you know, you can, you can make these mistakes and still be successful. 
because there's nobody, nobody else is doing podcasts right now. You know, you can't find podcasts anywhere. Come on. What else are people going to, what else are people going to listen to? Seriously? This, this is it. And this is, this is like Bitcoin. Like you got to buy it. Got to get it now before, before everyone else gets on board. Well, you're late in that regard. <laughs> oh man. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. Then I saw Tesla lost what? 27% the other day. Well, they lose money just anytime Elon Musk sneezes. Well, I think Ford is rolling out uh, an electric Mustang. It probably didn't help that his uh, his his rocket blew up. Did it? Well, yeah. I mean, it had a successful run, and then it sat on the on the launch pad, and then it just spontaneously combusted. I didn't see that. It's a pretty funny video, unless you're the guy that has to pay for the rocket. It's almost. As- I'm telling you that that Damon video is funny too. All right, we'll look at it. We'll look at it. We'll do it. We'll do a breakdown of it on the next show. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, that is the cynic coming in from the NYC. We will catch you the next time.